podcast. Hello and welcome to the Smiley Signal with your host Stephanie Nicole Hanna and Danielle May Franklin. So, if you all listened to our podcast episode last week, which you should have, then you know that this week is homecoming. So, with it being homecoming, we thought it be only fitting that we give you the history of football here at Central along with the history of homecoming. So, the Central College football team started in the early 1890s. The first picture on record of the Central's football team was in 1893, but it doesn't say if they played a season that year also. The first record was in 1896, and the team had a lot of success in their first 38 years. The team was near the top of the conference every single year and won a total of five conference titles during that 38-year time span. So they won in 1910, 1926, 1928, 1930, and 1934. Central College was part of the Missouri Intercollegiate Intercollegiate Athletic Association that formed in 1912 from a group of 14 Missouri schools. But you might know them now from their new name, Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletic Association, since they started bringing in schools from other states in 1992, and they still compete in the NCAA Division II. Going back to the year 1893, this is also when a class adopted black and green as their class colors. Later on, the school, the whole school followed their suit, and black and green is still stands as our school colors. Hey, have you ever heard the story of how Central adopted the mascot, the eagle? You know what? I, I don't think that I ever have. Well, it's a pretty interesting story. So, it goes that before the 1914 game against Westminster, the farmer saw an eagle attack a whole flock of blue jays, which was their mascot, and the eagle was injured during the fight. The farmer brought the eagle to Central so that it could be looked after, and after it was nursed back to health, the school decided to take it in as a pet. That same year, Central would go on to beat Westminster 53-0, and so the athletic teams decided that it was only fitting to make the eagle the mascot for Central College. Wow. That's such a crazy yet very, very cool way to acquire a mascot. I love seeing Eddie and Ellie at all of our big events and home games. Our Eagles football team plays on the Davis Field, and that has actually been their home since 1911. Before that, the football team and the baseball team shared a field called Johnson Field that used to be where the Recreation Center is located now. Davis Field was donated by Murray Murray Davis in honor of his father, a member of the Board of Creators, and a central supporter, Arthur F. Davis. While Central has had many coaches throughout the years, there has never been one that has made a bigger impact on the campus than that of Clarence Albert Klingenpeel, also known as Coach Klingenpeel or Kling. (laughs) He was a coach even before he graduated in 1915. He also played on the football team for Central from 1909 to 1912 and was a quarterback during the college's first ever conference championship in 1910. Coach Kling had to step down from his position in 1942 due to an illness, but he would later be given the Distinguished Alumni Award in 1953 for his dedication to the college. In 1958, he would be inducted into the NAIA Hall of Fame and then inducted into the Harrison Hall of Fame's first ever inductee class in 1983. There is a building on campus named after Klingenpeel, and he still holds the record for most wins as a head coach in Central history with a total of 67 wins. Wow, that's incredible. 
You know, one of our later head coaches, Don Chinook, came to Central in 1979, but he later left in 1982 to take a linebacker coaching job with the famous NFL team, the New England Patriots. He was on staff for the Patriots Super Bowl run of 1985, and he also won two NFL, NFL titles during his own professional career in 1958 and 1959. You might know this 1958 game against the New York Giants, which was labeled as the greatest game ever played. Wow, so we had two famous coaches here on campus. Yeah. We got some pretty great stars here. So, before the 2014 season, the Recreation Center on campus underwent renovations to add in an indoor turf practice field, which means that Central is one of the few schools in the state to have an indoor field. And this also means that no matter the weather, our football team can practice their plays. Great. <laughs> so, we're due for a win. Oh, yeah, totally. That indoor practice field is going to give us the advantage. The history of homecoming started at alumni sporting events in the later half of the 19th century. Universities and colleges debate over who had the first homecoming celebration, but the three most likely are Baylor University, the University of Missouri, and the University of Illinois. But the NCAA gave the title of homecoming originator to MU. This has been seconded by the game show Jeopardy and the board game Trivial Pursuit. In 1911, Mizzou's athletic director, Chester Brewer, asked the university alum to come home, and there coined the term homecoming. The history of Central's homecoming started in 1925. We played against the William Jewell Cardinals, and we were ahead at halftime, but the Cardinals had a lucky streak in the second half, and we ended up losing the game 13-7. to That would have been such a fun game to watch. Homecoming was another student event the following year, but this time we played against Westminster, our rival at the time, and we won. The game was held on November 25, 1926. The rivalry West with Westminster apparently began in 1903 and continued annually until 1931, so that's a long-standing rival. The Westminster rivalry also contributed to the, cu the custom of parades here at Central. E.P. Puckett writes that the first parade I was privileged to witness was a victory parade the morning after Thanksgiving in 1908. The occasion was a football victory over Westminster, the ancient and longtime athletic rival of Central College. Score, Central 28, Westminster 0. There is a picture that parades showing the foot-mounted mob led by snare drummer as it arrived in single file on the square at the corner of Main and Walnut. Recognizable by me, at least, are the characters such as Clingampeel, who coached the football Eagles in the 1914 game, and Abernathy. There is also a very interesting story as to the history of the Turkey Day game, which was CMU versus Westminster. As many as 2,500 people attended the games, so many that they had to put extra trains on the schedule between the two towns to get the crowd back and forth. Oh my gosh. And one year, the game was at Central, and there were so many people that the wooden stands collapsed. No. Yeah, we had to get new bleachers after that. <laughs> so what was interesting um, when we were going through our game against Westminster um, for November 25th, 1926, was at first that we couldn't find a record for the score. We knew that we played, it was our homecoming game, but we had no clue who won and what the score ended up being. 
until we went through our old yearbooks and found the 1927 year that recounts the season from 1926 through 1927. So it says that there were 5,000 persons that saw the Central Eagle and Westminster Blue Jay battle on Thanksgiving Day. There was much enthusiasm over the contest, for upon its outcome hung the championship of the Missouri College Athletic Union. The occasion was also Central's homecoming. The Westminster team arrived four days before the game in order to practice on our dry field. The Eagle backfield was outweighed by the Blue Jay backfield about 20 pounds per man. The game started with a Blue Jay rush, which carried a, the ball deep into our territory, where they lost the ball on downs. This was met with a counterattack in which Central carried the ball back and well down into the Westminster territory. After that, the great weight of the opposing backfield held off the Eagles' strongest attack, and after our team had withstood blow after blow, the Blue Jay carried over the ball for a touchdown in the third quarter of the game. This was followed by another, and still another in the fourth quarter. The final score was 20-0 in favor of Westminster. But... Later, by the ruling of the commis Commissioner of Eligibility of the MCAU, two of Westminster's players were declared ineligible for participation in conference games. These two players had taken part in the Central Westminster game. There was much discussion in the papers and out about the situation. The ruling of the Commissioner was upheld in the annual meeting of the MCAU. The penalty for such violation of eligibility rules is forfeiture of games. According to Central, be, they became the victor of the game in question and winner of the 1926 championship of the conference. So, essentially, Westminster devastated the Eagles 20-0 to zero on their homecoming. But because it was later found out that two of Westminster's players were ineligible, Central ended up not only winning their homecoming game, but winning the title. A win's a win. A win's a win. <laughs> so, homecoming then became an annual thing here at Central's campus, which we still celebrate today. Actually, we're celebrating this Saturday, October 19th. So, be sure to come watch our parade at 10 o'clock, and be sure to be there for our football game. It's sure to be a great game against Novell. <laughs> 